Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 21. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things that we love at Disney. And in each episode, we typically have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests bring Disney magic into your life. So as a reminder to our listeners, before we get started, we really appreciate you going on to Apple Podcasts or Google Play and leaving a review. That helps more listeners find us. And we appreciate all of those five-star ratings we've received so far. So thank you so much. And if you haven't gotten a chance to rate us, please leave us a review. We really appreciate that. And now on with today's show. So today we are going to be talking about something I enjoy and Chris kind of always teases me about. I love fireworks in general and I especially like, he's chuckling over there. I love fireworks and I especially love fireworks at Disney. Is that not true? You like D all the above. We can't go anywhere (laughs) without Vanessa staring at fireworks. I mean, we were at a soccer game a couple weeks ago and they had okay fireworks. But as we're walking back to the car, she's staring at the fireworks. And these are pretty darn basic. Um, (laughs) Compared to Disney. Good for Flint, Michigan, but one not a scale of one to ten for Disney. And here's old Vanessa staring at the fireworks. (laughs) So we are going to be talking about fireworks dessert party. So not just fireworks, we're going to talk about the dessert party options that you can enjoy on your next trip. And this, of course, goes along with our guests who will be joining us later in today's episode. We'll be joined by Amanda, who's a vacation planner with Living with a Magic Vacations. She's going to tell us all about her business and how she's planned special events, including a girls getaway weekend every year. So we're going to talk about the fireworks dessert party specifically, as I mentioned. So we're going to talk about the ones that are offered for both Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and then also Hollywood Studios. And we're going to go over kind of the structure and how those work. We've done some of these, some of these we haven't done. So I know back in a older episode when we talked about group activities. We talked about how you can do those private boats to view the fireworks. This is different. These are events that are open to anyone who's willing to pay the ticket price. So the first one we're going to focus on is we're going to talk about Magic Kingdom. So they have the fairy tale fireworks. And Chris, it's a play on words. It's not fairy tale like a fairy tale story. It's fairy tale like a fairy boat. F-E-R-R-Y. Because guess what? What? You're on a ferry boat. Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> so this is a sparkling dessert cruise. And this is the ferry boat that you typically see that leaves from Ticket and Transportation Center that takes people over to Magic Kingdom during the day. At night, this cruise takes place. And it's only on certain nights. And it is a little pricier. It's $99 for adults and $69 for children, 3 to 9. And you do get a special prize at, or takeaway at the end. It's usually on Monday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Saturdays, and there's usually one of the ferry boats that they run with this. It's not on all the ferry boats. It's usually on the General Joe Potter ferry boat. So I'm going to tell you a few things about this fairy tale cruise. They have bite-sized desserts, which is kind of what you see at all of the different cruises. This one's a little different. This one has wine, beer, champagne, and sparkling cider, and they'll even spike punch for you. Um, what I've read from different reviews is they usually will have a couple of different specialty punches that they feature on it. Several people mentioned you can get soft drinks as well as just basic beers like Miller Lite, Bud Light. So this cruise lasts about an hour, and just like with the group, the group 
fireworks cruises that we talked about. You do get to, you go around Bay Lake, you get to see the electrical light pageant. Um, they pipe in music. Um, do, I know we talked about it a little bit, but you remember when we did like the pontoon fairy, fairy tale I sure do. Yes, I do. So they pumped in the music on that small boat. They also do it on the big ferry boat. And the nice thing is they do, after this is over, they have special buses from Ticket and Transportation Center that will take you back to be able to get back to your resorts rather than getting stuck and having to go through all the crowds of everyone. So they do have some designated um, buses going back. Now, one that we've done, and I'm guessing Chris may not remember this because this goes back to our fifth anniversary, which would have been in 2013, the fireworks dessert party at Tomorrowland Terrace. Do you remember doing this for our fifth Oh, I sure do. You do? Oh, okay. Well, I guess with desserts, that might be something that would stick in your mind. So this is at Tomorrowland Terrace. If you're familiar, it's been a restaurant, different things. They do have this one. Most nights and also during like the Halloween party and I think during the Christmas party as well, they'll do a special version of that. I would say don't waste your money during the parties. But on a regular night, we really did enjoy this when we did it for our fifth anniversary. Just like on the ferry boat, they have an array of desserts, they have fruit, they do have some cheeses and different things that are included. I remember they have several, they'll usually have Disney character themed desserts. Here's something that I don't remember, and I think Chris might have remembered because he's an ice cream man. Do you remember them having hand scooped ice cream? No. No, I think this is something new because, and then you can like kind of build your own cupcakes and cookies. This is, they have some action stations with s'mores. Um, They do have a few savory snacks, which is nice because that's one thing that we learned. When we had a dessert party for our wedding, we had all sweets. By the time we had our vow renewal, we added a nacho bar to that as well because when you have all of this array of sweets, it's nice to kind of balance it with those savory snacks. So they do have some savory things like egg rolls and spinach dip and different things. Um, They do have a, they don't have alcohol at this one, but they have sparkling cider, hot chocolate, special lemonades, different things like this. This one's a little less. This one's $84 for adults and $50 for children at the time that we're recording, which is in summer 2019. As you know, at Disney, that's always going to be something prices can fluctuate. Now, one thing with this one compared to the fairy tale one, you will have to have a theme park ticket. So that's something to consider. If you're not doing a theme park day, you may want to do one of those other options where you don't have to have a theme park ticket. So this one is a little less, but you do need a theme park ticket. So that's something to consider. Um, And we did enjoy it when we did it it's been a while, but they it sounds like they've made some great improvements for it, and I would definitely consider adding that if you're wanting to do something special and maybe you don't have a big enough group to do one of those private events that the Tomorrowland Terrace dessert party is very nice. Now, we're going to move over to, I would consider my favorite park, we're going to move over to Epcot, and I think we're going to have to do this one time because, again, Chris's favorite movie Frozen. Frozen. They have a Frozen Ever After dessert party, a world showcase. Now, of course, as we all know, which I'm very sad about, Illuminations is going to be leaving Epcot at the end of September. So September 30th, 2019 will be the last day for Illuminations. We're not sure what will happen to these dessert parties. I'm assuming, though, Disney's doing that Epcot Forever show that's going to be an interim show, moving into their new thing. I'm assuming these dessert parties are going to live on for those new shows. 
So this is at the World Showcase, and of course, right now it's for Illuminations. They have kind of a wide range of desserts, and to be honest, these desserts sounded a little better than some of the desserts at the Magic Kingdom ones. They have quite a range of, and they do a lot of cute names for them, like they have Kristoff's Almond Cookie, Elsa's Blue Velvet Cupcakes. We talked about cupcakes in some of our past episodes. They also do a cool thing, which when we were planning our vow renewal, you could, they do a lot of freeze-dried desserts, so they will put the the food right in um, something at your table or at an action station. They have freeze freeze fried salted caramel popcorn and i'm thinking this is similar to remember the caramel popcorn that came out in the dry ice at that when we went to the snow white dinner i sure at do. wilderness lodge oh, yes. so i'm assuming it's very similar to that and that was quite tasty so i i would definitely check that out they have a olaf warm double chocolate s'more pudding cake which that sounds really delicious as well just like with the one at magic kingdom they do have a few savory things which is nice and this is one thing that Chris is not big on. They have cheese fondue. <laughs> With oh the... <laughs> my gosh, no. Stop it. Chris used to joke and always say fondant. Cause it's I... horrible. I like fondue, but so they do have a cheese fondue with that as well. Um, They have specialty drinks. They do, will do some cocktails and beer and wine at this one, which is nice if you are someone who is a drinker. This is of course at the Norway Pavilion. You also get to, here's the nice little add-in, why it's called Frozen Ever After is you get to ride, you get to ride Frozen Ever After, the boat ride after the frozen dessert party. So that's kind of a nice little add-on, just like we've talked about how we did a ride mix-in for our guests at our vow renewal. You get a ride mix-in with this dessert party. So it is the Frozen Ever After dessert party is held on certain nights. Definitely check it out. It's $79, so it's a little bit less. But just like with the one at Tomorrowland Terrace, you do have to have Epcot admission. So again, there are different things that could change based on weather, illuminations, is notorious for things happening with weather so make sure they will still have the dessert party but you may just have like they may just escort you out to watch illuminations where you're just standing and then you're escorted back so that is your option right now for a group dessert party that you can participate in at epcot as we mentioned with those group events you can also do those the boat rides with a group but this is something nice because if there's just a few of you you can participate Now, moving over to Hollywood Studios, this is something we've not done any dessert party thing at Hollywood Studios before, Um, and something new, which I'm sure it's going to morph and change even as the new portion of the park opens, but they have Star Wars, a galactic spectacular dessert party, and if you are someone who loves Star Wars, the party is at Star Wars Launch Bay. You get to greet some of your favorite characters from both the light and the dark side. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't even know if I even have a favorite Star Wars character. Do you have a favorite? No, I I intentionally do not watch Star Wars for any reason at all. (laughs) Yeah, so, but if you are a fan, it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. They have, like, real props and immersive games and different things that you get to enjoy. Um, They have a pretty good buffet from what I've read and from what people have said. And going back to that freeze-dried thing, their freeze-dried thing that they do at this one, which is pretty supposed to be pretty awesome, is chocolate hazelnut mousse and raspberry mousse domes. They do, again, they have kind of some of those savory things. They have a cheese and charcuterie board. Um, They do different 
hummuses and flatbreads and stuff. They do also have some alcoholic beverages. A lot of people have said the light speed margarita is super good. I'm not a drinker, but they do have a lot of non-alcoholic beverages as well. Um, and one of the, what you do after this is you're escorted to a special area to watch the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular that the nighttime projection show that they have. And you also get to take home a special Star Wars souvenir. Um, this one's $79 for adults and $45 for kids at the time that we're recording. And that you do have to have park admission for this one as well. Now, something that they also have at this park, so if you're not a Star Wars person, maybe you're more like us, that you would probably prefer to see Fantasmic, which I enjoy Fantasmic. We haven't been in a while, but what's your thought on Fantasmic? The show with all the characters that come out at the end on the big showboat where it's like almost every Disney character. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's a good show. And what for this one, um, what you do is they have kind of a wide variety of different options that you're going to get. You're going to get... Um, each person's going to get some set snacks. This one's cheaper because you kind of get built-in snacks that are for it. And then what happens is they have designated seating. It's not as much as a big private party as a specialty seating area. Um, you get things like chocolate-dipped strawberries, cheese and crackers, little things like that. They usually will have, they have a specialty drink that's in a souvenir cup. Now this, you pick up your food and beverage, and then you walk over and they have a special designated VIP seating area. So it's a little different than the other parties. Kind of reminds me, we've done the Fantasmic party at Disneyland. We did this before out there, and I think it's very similar out there. You picked up your food package. You had designated seating. Do you remember doing that in California? We had the special little food packet, and we got to watch Fantasmic there. I do not. Yeah, so I'm thinking this one's very similar to that. Um, so it is cheaper because it's not like that full buffet experience. It's only $39. And, of course, just like with the other ones, you are going to have to have a park ticket because you're inside the park. And last but not least, we are going to talk about at Animal Kingdom. And this is a new thing, which I think we would enjoy this. Um, what is your favorite ride at Animal Kingdom, would you say? Chris? Everest. Everest, yes. Yeah. So this is a special thing that's located. They actually do the, it's Rivers of Light Dessert Party. And so for this, there's a special viewing area, a terrace that's right across from Expedition Everest. So Chris would know how to get there. And there they have a bunch of themed desserts that are kind of go along with that part of the park. They have specialty drinks. Um, and then what happens is you kind of enjoy those snacks and things. And then as Rivers of Light is going to start, they're going to escort you to a reserve seating area. Unlike things like that Tomorrowland Terrace dessert party where you're kind of in the same spot the whole time. Um, with this, you're going to eat in one place and then be escorted out to view the show, kind of like some of those ones with Illuminations. So this one is a little bit more pricey as well. You also have to have a theme park ticket. This one's $79. And I think I'd be interested in trying this out because we haven't done as many special events at Epcot that I can really think of. No. No. So I think it would be kind of fun to try it. I'm sure as that show grows and evolves, as we've been hearing about, that this party may change some as well. But I really think it sounds like a great thing that we would enjoy. And it sounded like it had some good dessert. So I think the Frozen Ever After one would be on my list, as well as this Rivers of Light. What do you think? What, are there any of those that you would like to try besides the ones that we've tried out so far? Whatever one that you want to go to. <laughs> I mean, I don't really... 
They're fireworks. I mean, like these night. You figure at this point, it's the end of the night. You're tired. Yes. Maybe hungry. You're hungry. Your yeah. feet hurt, and it's just like I want to go back to the room. So I think whatever one is the quickest. Or how about one that has the nicest seating? Seating would yeah. be nice. Yeah. yeah. So, like yeah. So I think there are some different options of ones, and we usually tend to find some really tasty things that we enjoy on these different options. So if you are going on a trip and you want to plan a special evening out, or if you have a bigger group and you're wanting to do something, but maybe don't want to pay the price of having a full private event, this is a great option. And we've enjoyed all of the ones that we have done. So I highly suggest some of these different fireworks options in terms of dessert parties of how you can see the shows at the different parks. So I have a question for you, Vanessa, you asked me which one I would go to, which one would you go to? I think the one that I would like to try first and foremost would be that Frozen Ever After one, just because of the uniqueness of some of the different options of the food that they mentioned that they have, as well as the fact that you get a ride mix-in, because that's kind of nice. I enjoyed the few times that we've done ride mix-ins, not just at our party, we've been to some special events where we got to ride um we got to ride test track one time, as well as where we got to do soaring with our guests. So I think I would like that with the ride mix in as well. Great. Just kind of a bonus, a little bit bonus. So definitely check these out for your next Disney vacation. And now on to our call with Amanda Mann from Living with the Magic Vacations. And we would like to welcome Amanda to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we get into our regular questions, I just have to say, because Amanda shares something in common with Chris and I, her and her husband do. What? Something in common. Yes. They both live in Michigan. <laughs> nope. No, oh, no, they do not live in Michigan. Okay, what is it, Vanessa? She. They are also another Disney couple, but we all share the same anniversary. Wow. Yeah, not the same year, but the same anniversary. Excellent. So, yeah, so that's kind of a exciting thing to have. So thank you again, Amanda, for joining us. We really appreciate it. So as you. we as we always like to do, we have some sort of icebreaker around Disney. So sometimes it's about a park, sometimes it's about food, different things. So this week our question is what is your favorite movie inspired attraction at any Disney park? Can I can I use an attraction that's closed? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Because my favorite movie-inspired attraction has to be The Great Movie Ride, which oh. I was a tour guide on way back in the day, and I'm still super sad that they closed it down. But that's like the ultimate movie-based attraction. Oh, I totally agree. And I love The Wizard of Oz, so I always loved that, those final scenes on the ride and really wanted to have our wedding reception there, but it was a little bit out of our budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> so... But, yes, I totally agree. That's probably one of the best movie-inspired rides, that's for sure. So what we'd like to do is have you tell us a little bit about your business and some of the services that you offer connected to Disney. Okay, great. So we are a concierge-based travel agency, and we specialize in Disney vacations. So the majority of our travel agents are booking Walt Disney World, Disney land, Disney cruise vacations every single day. Um, and we take a slightly different approach to it. And we are super detailed in the information that we give to our clients. And we give it to them a little bit at a time as 
to kind of alleviate all the stress that typically comes with a Disney vacation. Sure. And, <laughs> and, you know, kind of walk, you know, handhold and walk everybody through the process. So they really just have to show up and they have everything in hand to have a stress-free magical vacation. Oh, nice. So do you handle dining? Like today, actually, we're going on a trip later this year and I had to get up this morning and do dining reservations. So do you do dining and fast passes and all of that or what sorts of things encompass your services? We do everything. We start at the very beginning and help our clients pick the perfect resort and vacation package for them. And then as their dining date approaches, we will provide a recommended itinerary making sure that we put them in the right park every day to ensure that they have the lowest amount of wait time possible. And then from there, we go through the dining and we do book that for them. And then later on in the process, we also book their fast passes for them. Oh, nice. But along the way, they're also getting little tips of information that are important when they're in the park. And then at the very end, they're getting a completely custom itinerary day by day that outlines where they need to be, when they need to be there. So like I said, they just literally have to show up. Oh, that's nice because half of the work for a Disney vacation is just trying to schedule and plan and figure out all of those details. So it'd be great to have somebody that can handle all of that for sure. Now, what are some of, are there anything that makes your service a little different from other people? I know you mentioned that you're great about adding some of those tips and different things. What are some other things that you think maybe make you stand out from some of the other agents that might be out there? So a couple times a year, we also offer some special exclusive discounts. So for instance, this October, we have some super uh, discounted rates at three different resorts. Uh, It's October 12th through the 19th that you can't get anywhere else. Um, And discounts aren't out that far yet. So it allows our clients to lock in the resorts that they want, as well as a really good price on both the resort and the ticket. Okay, great. And then every May, we host a girls weekend where we leave our husbands and our children at home (laughs) and we give our clients those great discounted rates and tickets. But aside from that, we plan some really awesome meetups and events. And the biggest feedback we get from those weekends is those ladies love that they kind of can pick and choose what their weekend looks like. So if they want, if they went with like girlfriends, and they decide they want to, you know, hit Disney Springs one night or they want to go to dinner at California Grill, but maybe the next day they want to meet up with the group and eat and drink around Epcot. They can do that. They can pick and choose the events that they want to attend and still hang out with whoever they brought with them, girlfriends, mothers, aunts, you name it. Now, do you have some, like, bigger, like, specialty events as part of that, or is it just kind of your standard things that you would normally do in the park but just do it with a bigger group? Yeah, so that's my favorite part. We do the smaller meetups, like I said, like eating and drinking around the world. This year we did a meetup at the Purple Wall, and we had fun props and oh, nice. pictures. Um, so we do a host of those. Every day we'll have different meetups, attractions, or you know, casual like that. But every year we do at least one big private exclusive event Ooh, that nice. you cannot do anywhere else. Um, so I'll tell you my very favorite event that we ever did we hosted a breakfast in Epcot. So we went at Park Open. We got to ride on Soren before anyone else. Oh, nice. And then we were escorted back to World Showcase, 
where we had a breakfast in France with a mimosa bar. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, that's the thing that kind of draws us. We've gone to several meetups of other Disney couples, and we like to go because, I mean, besides seeing friends, but getting that chance to do some of those exclusive events is really nice because you really haven't experienced Disney until you've gotten to do one of those private events or, of course, as all of us could say attend a Disney wedding, but those private events are really something special that you can't get anywhere else. So that's really awesome. They're really amazing. And our and the ladies that attend, that's one of the things we hear every year is, wow, we didn't know it was private. We didn't know it was just going to be us and it was going to be that exclusive and they really feel you know, catered to, and it's a different level of service than you got going to, you know, just a regular restaurant or, um, you know, place like that. Oh, nice, nice. That's very awesome. So, well, this is the neat thing is what led you to start your business? Because I know, like, Vanessa and I, we started the podcast because we love Disney. And really, what caused you to get your venture going? So, I didn't get to go to Disney as a kid. Oh, <laughs> no. <face> for me. <laughs> So I went to Disney for my first time when I was 18 and completely was hooked. Um, and then kind of, you know, life took over and I had dabbled in, you know, the travel industry as well as working at Disney through a couple of different college programs. Okay. And I got to a point where I was at a job where I just didn't love what I was doing. And sure. I'm like, I really need something that I love. Right. And so I started part time planning vacations for people. And it just kind of took off. And about five years after I started planning vacations for people, I opened Living with the Magic Vacations to help other people who wanted to do what, what I was doing and do it in a really organized way where we could do the best we possibly could for our clients. Wow. Because a lot of people joining the industry don't know where to start. They know they love Disney sure. and they know they know Disney, <laughs> but they don't know the next step to take. Right, right. So that kind of leads into, so how do you think the services that you offer can add Disney magic to our listeners' lives? It, you know, Disney changes so fast, and they're <laughs> constantly adding new things, and that's kind of where we come in. We have a lot of people who, it might not be their first time traveling, but maybe they haven't been in five years. My favorite comment is, you know, the last time we went to Disney, they didn't have those band things. So <laughs> yeah, things have changed a lot. A lot. <laughs> it changes, you know, even six months at a time, it changes. Yes. So it's a lot of fun to be able to work with people who have that love of Disney and want to take their kids because that's what they got to do is kind of that rite of passage. But they don't really know beyond, like, you know, I remember riding Splash Mountain. or I remember, you know, going to this place. They need the hand-holding. They need someone to step in and say, okay, you love that ride, but, you know, do you know about Madison's and mobile ordering, and do you know about this new yes. attraction? So we really can take all that guesswork out of it and still allow the clients to be as involved or not as they'd like in the planning process. Well, and I think you're hitting on something really important because – Vanessa goes, she's my trip planner, so I don't have to worry about any of these things. <laughs> but what's interesting is when I hear people talk about Disney, and the, the first thing they say is it's so expensive. I counter, and again, I've said this in a number of past podcasts, is to me, I you know, we there's a big, I'm a Michigan football fan. I've paid $250 for a three-hour ticket. And when you look at what you pay for Disney and on a per-hour basis, if you do it right, you can yeah. have the most fun possible, and especially if you use extra magic hours, what is it, what's that thing that we went to? And well, we went to one of the After Hours events recently, and that really was a good bang for our buck. That's amazing. Yes, we just we did really our first that. one, and we've done the 
the early morning magic too. They've added. This is the thing. They've added so much. That's available that clients just don't know about. Right, right. exactly. And so to your point where if you have somebody maybe in your neck of the woods that's used to getting up early, they're already commuting. So if they're already up at 5, 6 in the morning, for them to do it, maybe even getting up at 7 to go to Disney is not that big of a deal. But yet they get so much more time out of the park and enjoy the park. And I just remember from us being able to just get on some of these rides again and again and again, but because Vanessa did the fast pass and we we utilized the extra magic hours and the planning. And that's where I think, and then again, then people come back and they say, well, I didn't have a good time. Um, That's the hard part. And so I think that's why you're you're peace. But if you could, could you share just maybe a testimonial about, you know, maybe some feedback you've gotten from people because of your services? Yeah, we get feedback on a daily basis um, for our agents. They work so hard for our clients. I just had um, an agent yesterday who booked a last-minute trip to the Polynesian for a client, and today she was able to snag her an Ohana dinner reservation. And the client just went gaga and called her mother-in-law, who called my agent's mother, and everybody was like, can you believe what she did for me? So, you know, they work so hard day in and day out to make sure that these vacations are perfect. And those are the kinds of things we do if you book and what you really were dreaming about is not available, we're working day and night to snag that hard-to-get reservation, that bippity-boppity-boopity, oh, that Ohana, nice. the be our guest, um, really to make sure that they have the best experience possible and the experience that they kind of have had in their head that they've dreamed of the ultimate Disney experience. So thinking about all of these different things that you're able to add, where are some ways that our listeners can learn more about you? Where can they find you? How can they get in touch? So our website is um, livingwiththemagic.com, and they can request a quote. They can check out our entire team. We've got a great team of agents, including several agents that are certified autism travel professionals. Oh, nice. So if anybody has kids with special needs, those are your go-to people. Um, and then I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Living With The Magic. And follow me because I'm going to be going on a bunch of different trips this year, awesome. including Galaxy's Edge and Walt Disney World and hopefully a cruise. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's where, we're post- that's where we're posting all of that great information. And each of the agents have their own individual um, Instagram and Facebook accounts, too. But that's the, uh, the main agency's account. And do you have your dates for your 2020 ladies getaway? We do. So April 23rd to the 27th is our official date for our fifth annual Girls Getaway Weekend. We do have a Facebook group, um, and that's where we keep our ladies up to date on all the events and deadlines for registration. And we are going to be announcing very, very soon um, the resorts that we'll have available Ooh, for nice. booking as well as our special event for next year, which is going to be a good one. So do you do then room blocks then at certain resorts? Like they do for like weddings and stuff? We do, yep. We'll have um, discounted rooms and tickets available for Girls Getaway for next year. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. We really appreciate you taking time. And we'll make sure to share all of your information in the show notes. And we'll make sure that people are able to get a hold of you so they can contact you the next time they're planning their vacation to Disney. So thank you again for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you again to Amanda for joining us today, and we will definitely make sure to share all of her information with all of you. Now, we are on to our final segments for the show. We're going to have our quick two-minute trivia and then our Wisdom from Walt quote. And Chris, are you up for asking some trivia tonight? I have one very good question for you, Vanessa. Okay. So you know there are ferry boats at 
Disney. Yeah, just like the the cruise we talked about. That is true. Yeah. So these, I want to know all three, and this is from DisneyFanatic.com. Oh, this is gonna be tough. All three of the diesel-powered ferry boats are modeled at the after the 1932 what it's which New York Island borough design, and they're approximately three four scale of that ferry. So, what I want you to tell me is there are five boroughs in New York City. What is the this ferry design is named after a New York City borough? Which one? I'm just gonna go with Queens because that's the only one that I hear about about ferries. You cannot be any more wrong. I don't. Okay. I don't think there is a ferry. From what I understand, Queens is in Long. Well, it's no. You're wrong. Okay. Okay. Um, it's Staten Island. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. The Staten Island ferry. So we have our friends. Linda and Sheldon, and also Ann and Ed, and they are going to be very angry when they, <laughs> and they're from New York, and they, and they hear this, and you picked Queens as the, Sorry. the um, but no, I think why you should be, Staten Island is the hint, because, Sta- yeah, I guess that makes sense, Staten yeah. Island, one, yeah. number two, there's always connected iconic, you know, photos of the ferry going back and forth yes, into the yes. New York City skyline, so those ferry boats are after the 1932 Staten Island very ferry design, yes. Very interesting, very interesting. Well, I will hopefully redeem myself in the next episode. Now, of course, we're going to end with our Wisdom from Walt quote. And for me, fireworks always remind me of the 4th of July. So I picked a quote from Walt that was a pa- more patriotic quote. And if you've read a lot about him, that's why we have the Hall of Presidents, the great moments with Mr. Lincoln, all of those different things, because he did have a lot of things that he said about patriotism. So here is Walt's quote. If you could close, if you could see close to my eyes, the American flag is waving in both of them and up my spine is glowing this red, white and blue stripe. So very apropos quote from Walt about America and about how he liked to be able to see that reflected in him. And so thank you again for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.